Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 54th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, this episode marks a return from side quests and flashbacks to the ongoing exploits of the Minot crew. I had a blast with Lenix's backstory, but it's good to be back with James D'Amato, John Patrick Cohen, and Johnny O'Mara for the regular run of the show. Feels a bit like coming home. That said, we are currently, and for the next few weeks, a house divided. Bacta and Lenik are staying on planet, while Trist and Lynn head off to Findar Station to figure out Dr. Cabral's ephrenidine problem. That means that the sessions you're about to hear were recorded separately, then cut together. For this and next week, I'll be GMing both sections of the show. Following that, I'll GM Bacta and Lenik while James GMs Trist and Lynn up until the crew joins back up. Some of this we recorded over two months ago, so I'm really looking forward to our reunion. Next, a second note on this episode. Despite how zany the crew's antics may seem, I am very rarely surprised by their choices in-game. This episode, that happens in a big way. I threw something at a character intending to incite them to either a verbal or physical encounter, and they did not handle it as I anticipated. It led to one of the most surreal and enjoyable role-playing experiences I've had from the GM's chair to date. As a result, a large chunk of this episode runs on a fairly different frequency than what campaigns used to, and things cut out a little early to match what is, to my mind, a clear narrative beat. The episodes will lengthen back out starting next week, and we'll get back to our more usual shenanigans. Now, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Uh, Michael Ellison, thank you. James, James. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Thanks, James. Lachlan Cartland, thank you. Yoshi Creelman, thank you. Emily, thank you. Ryan Chavez, thank you. Jacob Lagat. Thank you. Scott McClure. Thank you, Scott. Angie Petitano. Thank you. Thank you, Angie Petinato. Thank you so much. What? I, I was I was very confident in the way I said it. John Conway Bateman. Thank you. Eli Morris Heft. Thank you. Luke McClung. Thank you. Jan Vive. Jan Vive took wonderful pictures for us. And by Jan Vive, we mean Yaniv. Thank you so much, oh, Yaniv. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Yaniv took wonderful pictures for us at our panel. Thank you. Stephanie Midlock. Thank you. James McGee. Thank you, James McGee. James, I still know that you love War Rocket Ajax. Thank you for supporting them, too. Martin Teagle. Thank you. David Sinclair. Thank you. Sam Seidel. Thank you. Not Seidel? Seidel? I guess it could be Seidel. Jacob True. Thank you. <laughs> did Brand- you say Treeway last I time? I didn't say Treeway. <laughs> hey, it's Treeway or the Freeway. Uh-huh. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away... Jamboree! After successfully lifting copious credits from their would-be captors, bounty hunters Sneak and Two-Bike, Bacta and Lenik must disappear into the celebration in Bike's main tent. Meanwhile, with Trist's cover blown, he and Lynn must find something to do that does not involve being surrounded by bounty hunters. Nothing but smooth sailing from here on. May I have a forced die? Mm, no. And can we do the destiny roll? Desti- you mean destiny the roll. Star Wars. <laughs> Two light side. Two light side. A light side. Nice. Five light side. May it's I? over. I flip all the points we win. May I, may I have five little light side chips? Uh, I'm flipping all of the light side points now so that we get everything done in tonight. We have five light side points. Five light side points. <laughs> You sound way too excited. <laughs> That's what happens when I have this many light side points, Kat. Going into a dance 
So, you know, that really tense of situation. All the situations. Uh, I flip a light side point and teach everyone the Macarena. Well, Beck is late. like I'm already, already doing that. Sorry. Dance. You want to flip a point to steal my thunder? <laughs> light side points can be used to retcon. So he could have retconned him teaching people the Macarena instead. Okay, we're going to lose all of our points <laughs> immediately if it's fighting up. Uh, I'd like to use dance. a light side point and not have had my hand get chopped no, off. No, it doesn't work like that. Um. So, uh, so, so I just left. It starts to rain. Like I, you know, I put my collar up and it starts to rain. Uh, are you headed anywhere, or are you just kind of outside? Uh, I'm outside. I want to try out. and I'll, I'll try and call back to. Okay. Bleep bleep bleep. The shot is an above shot where there is a circle around Bacta and Tuam who are. <laughs> doing this uh, circular dance around each other to the Star Wars equivalent of do you believe in life after love? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Where are you? Well, I'm making my way through the dance. Okay, well... Who are you talking to? Oh, buddy, I, if I don't want to blow my cover, I've got to keep doing this. Okay, well, just just make it quick, okay? Okay, I'll be as quick as I can. You okay. just get those credits to a safe place. Okay. So you that's the end of the call? Yeah, that's yeah. the end of the call. So I'll I'll head to a bar. Cool. So the no- nearest bar that you know the location of, well, there are two. There's like, you could go back to the restaurant that you were at earlier tonight, <laughs> which seems like, <laughs> just seems to me like maybe a bad Yeah, I will plan. not be doing that. Or you could go to Howl at the Moon, which was the, the, the one. trashy anthropology. Yeah, the one oh, that just yeah. went to this morning. Um, I'll, I'll go there. That's also definitely a bar in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. You must have named it. I feel like it's a piano bar. So you go to Howl at the Moon. Um, Howl at the Moons. So it's like the sign is like two moons. Mm. Ugh, yes. And then you go inside and it was, I believe, a trashy anthropology, right? It was all Mm. like the inside of a tree. Yeah. Ugh. mm. But also seedy. It's a piano bar. So Mm -hmm. there's, you know, is it a one man operation? There's there's a piano guy and then a... And then a lady singing. A Jessica Rabbit type. Jessica Uh, (laughs) Cushibon. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, she's not. She's a human. She's just married to she's a kushiban. Just mad- married to a kushiban. Oh, yeah, Roger Kushiban. <laughs> <laughs> so there are people like into that whole scene, and then there's like a bar mm-hmm. where people are drinking, and you know whatever else people get up to in bars, hitting on each other, sure. being sad. Want to roll me a spot? Two reds and a green. Two reds and a purple. You mean? Uh, yeah. One success. Uh-huh. One success. So uh, you go up to the bar, the uh, Findian barkeep. Oh, wait. One success and a threat. I'm sorry. Okay, good. The Findian barkeep uh, looks at you. Give me a pink nebula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just have to... Yeah, I can make one of those. Yeah, okay. Do you need to see my ID? Do I look... Too young. I haven't been ID'd in years, but uh, if you need to see my ID, it's fine. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I could see your ID. That'd be if that's if, <laughs> Why did if you offer that. <laughs> uh, here you go. That's uh. It all checks out, right? Yeah. It's yeah, true. it's whatever. Yeah, I forget it's whatever my fake name. Crystal Carter. sold us. Well, you are over. I think eighteen is is what. We, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the. I'm space, pretty sure the that's space the, age. I will. Uh, I'm not. I'll. I'm gonna just go look on this data pad. Not looking up the recipe for that drink or anything. You can, if, but they have one of those ice sphere making machines. <laughs> yes, that's true. But this is not the girl from earlier. Oh, okay. I won't be offended if you look up the recipe. Thank you. It's not a big deal. I've never made one of these before. It's okay. So you're going to tell me how it is, and we're going to adjust through the night, and it's going to be A-OK. I'm sure it's going to be great. 
Thank you. Thank you. She heads off to to do that. And while she does that, your eye catches uh, a Dathomirian woman who, like, peripheral vision, you saw someone look in your direction and then, like, slink. And in looking over, they are hiding under a data pad. That's how she did it? <laughs> so do, do I know who it is or do I just know that she is? So you see, I mean, what do you am, see? Am I guessing? You see white skin you see a red dress that belongs to tris valentine hmm. i want to go up to her okay do we want to cut over to bacta <laughs> yeah let's do that how's it going uh it is going great uh-huh. right now uh-huh. um like it, the music has just swelled to a point and i am part of a pyramid uh i've got hoisted on one shoulder what what did chrysanthemum uh-huh. who was my antagonist in the twam adventure yeah and raised up on one hand twam who is bouncing perfectly in my palm <laughs> they are not that small <laughs> <laughs> but Tuam, I, well, first Tuam of all, is Bacta petite. is that a- athletic. Uh-huh. Instead of sleeping, he does chin-ups. Okay. We've established that. That's, That's true. And he has large hands? And, you know, well, well, Tuam's good at balancing. So Tuam is one foot. One foot. Gotcha. So and you... somewhere Tuam got sparklers. Tuam has sparklers right now. Three of them, uh, one in his or her mouth. Yes. Good. Well, juggling. Oh, very cool. Yeah. One of the juggling points being his or her mouth. Yes. <laughs> Great. So make me a coordination to make sure that that's actually working out for you. Okay. Would not have built it up that much. (laughs) Okay. Coordination. Oh, I'm not that bad. What's the difficulty on that? It's average. This is normal for you. (laughs) You and Tamlin get up to some silly circus noise. I really hope so. Do you like the airplane thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, So that is three successes and an advantage. Yeah, I mean, the advantage is that people are loving this sort of thing. You know, that you're not a low-profile guest at bike in any capacity. You know, Tuam remains the star, but Mm -hmm. uh, you have a lot of people into this and treating it more like you're an entertainer instead of one of the, the crowd. Great. So that's going on. Uh, I have to ask, where do you have the credits? Like, what uh, is it on a backpack? That on a I'm backpack on me right now. That is their. That's their booth. <laughs> it's their booth. Well, like I thought that you took the bags from them. Oh, I don't know if it's their booth or not. Uh, but yeah, they, they are one of those convention bags. Okay, so it's like it's like a gaming company. Like yeah, at Gen Con this last year, Put they out had those satchels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bunch of people have them. It's actually yeah, a bunch of people have them. Everyone has them. Well, do they still though? You know, that's kind of the are it's there bags around one. here? I know it's day one, yeah. but it is the opening ceremonies going into a dance. So if I were at a convention, I would have put that back at the hotel room, brought my purse. It depends on how serious I think you are about going to that dance. I'm sure that there are plenty of people who came here gussied up, ready to dance. And there are some people who sort of drifted in after their last panel. If you're willing to give me a flip a light side to a dark side, you can have there be enough around that it's not that people aren't going to zero in on you immediately. Boom. Uh, People will not zero Ava, Blue, or uh, Sinox into me for that one. Speaking of... You gonna flip that back? No, no, he's there. He's been there. You know that he was there. Yes, Do you want to? I did see, see him. It's, uh, I look, look over the DJ booth. He is not DJing. 
Mm-hmm. You can look for him. Also, you knew that Sneak and Tubike were coming up on, you know, that they were coming yeah. into the space. So, so like, there's stuff for you to be keeping on top of. I am looking for escape routes uh, right now or like trying to figure out a way that I can stash these credits, like maybe a locker system or something like that so that I can keep my cover identity, but get these credits out of here. I need to get rid of the bag if you went back into the hallway mm-hmm. that they would have come in through there mm-hmm. are uh, lockers that you can like buy um where you get a you know mm-hmm. um also where's our airspeeder your airspeeder is parked close to where johnny is now okay so it might be better to go out that way and then come back to the dance and like just take this pause in the celebration to like make a beeline say that i'm getting some drinks or something uh so i tap Twam on the shoulder. I don't think you can do that. You are balancing Twam on oh, one well, hand well, in so, the air. I mean, what what happens? Uh, <laughs> graceful, like I I bop Twam over into chrysanthemums, chrysanthemums arms, uh, <laughs> and then I spin chrysanthemum down to the floor. Wow! To, to the, What's going on? Uh, I'm gonna get some drinks. Uh, who wants drinks? Yeah, I mean that'd be great. Great. Uh, Twam, do you want one? <laughs> All right, I'll be back in a jiff. Back to, like, sort of breaks away, and he's making his way through the crowd. Uh, Part of the strategy in becoming one of the most noticeable people in the room is I have this tight ring of people around me. So anybody who wants to get to me is going to have to push through that mass of people. Meanwhile, I have a smaller mass to, like, go out the other way. That's fair. I'm going to need you to make a good sneak, though, because you have a bunch of potential people. Yeah. Okay. I'm not the worst at that. What's the difficulty on this one? I think it's uh, three into black. All right. You know, we got so many of these. I'm going to upgrade one of my dice. That is one success and four threats. So you make it to the door area uninterrupted. Like I take one last look at the room. I scan to see if there are any uh, fast separating like shark fin areas in the crowd where I think people who are in a hunting party are coming through. Yeah, you see an area where someone who's too short for you to see is probably coming towards you. And then at the drinks area where you should have gone, Mm -hmm. you see uh, Zero and Vuvu chatting it up. Um, I take a look over there. I squint at uh, zero. Then I push my way through the door and exit. Let's cut over to Tristan Lynn. Shall we? Yes, let's start. Let's roll for some destiny. This is weird. Is it just one each? We're just doing one die? Just one. I mean, there's only two of us. (sighs) One dark side. One dark side. All right, so we're starting off with just two dark side points. Good start. Cool. Last we left off, uh, Rendezvous did the two bike and sneak deal Mm -hmm. and uh, dropped us off. Yes. Dropped us off at the like space elevator thing. So we are now... It's not an elevator. When, whenever we... It's a, it's a shuttle. Yeah, it's a shuttle. shuttle. Yeah. Uh, back up to Fendar Station. Mm-hmm. Because we have to figure out how we're going to get the... What was it? F... 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 Zach Efron? It's Epinephron. <laughs> the <It's>, Evanescence. <laughs> uh, if I wrote it down, it was too long ago to find. I definitely wrote it down. Uh, fans, if so you know the name of whole... the medicine, please send us pictures of dogs I have a list of about 30 bounty hunters on this page. So uh, what was this stuff? Ephredinine, right? Ephredinine. That's that, exactly... Ephredinine sounds exactly sounds right. right. Yeah. So where are we? So the uh, shuttle doors open up and... Um, Lintel and Trist, who are no longer really in any sort of disguise. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm still dressed as Cinnamon. Well, 
I don't think you are, because your sister's dressed as cinnamon, but you are wearing one of your sister's cloaks, right? Yeah, I'm wearing her, like, big fur uh, cloak yeah. uh, as a disguise. Yeah, that's all That's all that you have going on. So it's very, like, it's very Obi-Wan episode four, you know, obscuring most of my face in just, like, a large, you know, cloak. Right, and Lynn, I think, is still painted, like, what was she? She was painted periwinkle or something mm-hmm. to, to just blend in at the, at the yeah. con, so... We're, we're in disguises. Decent disguises. Yeah, so we step off of the uh, uh, shuttle. Okay, so first things first. We're going to need to find all of this. Lynn, what did you say it was? A fretanine. A Yes. Okay, from now on, I'm just going to call it E. Fine. Great. So we need to get the shipment of E, and we need to get it onto planet. But if we want to smuggle... We're going to need to get the ship back. Maybe so, that won't be too much of an issue. Uh, it seems like after they confiscated our uh, AI, that was the end of that. Well, maybe. I, d- I don't know. Okay, so step one, we check on the ship. We make sure that we can get the ship out. Step two, we have to find a way to, you know, find this E. Uh, we're going to need to mine some information while we're here on the station and figure out where we can go to get it and how we can um, bring it back. Huh. Also, should we uh, look for Tamlin? Yes, we should absolutely be checking up on Tamlin. Okay, that's that's a distant third priority-wise. Because... How, about, how about you call Tamlin? I mean, well, first off, what's the local time on the station? Noonish. Uh, it's probably about midday. So he's so he's fine. So yeah, we should call him and we should check up on. Okay, well I can't call him because my communicator is full on busted. Just take my communicator and call him. Okay, well I may lose this. Tristan. Okay, I'm just telling you, I lose these or break them. Just come on. All right. Pepper top. Good. Nice. Very good, Pepper. Uncle uh, Tris. Nope. You were, you were halfway there, buddy. You were halfway there. Uh, What's up, uh, Captain Rex? There we are. All right, Pep, give me a status update. What's going on? Um, Well, it's pretty good. The storefront's doing well. I haven't had a second case yet, but I'm hoping that I get one soon. And, um, yeah, everything's pretty... We're good. We're all good. How's, how's the planet? Planet's fine. You know, bikes, uh, it's a adult, a very adult convention. Uh, In what way? You know, I can't go back there now um, because I've kind of through a combination of, you know, you know how we do plans, how adults do plans. What did you say about a storefront? Yeah, uh, for coming and top. Huh. Okay, Pep. Uh, look, um, me and, uh, your, uh, aunt, um... Who? Me and Uncle Saffron are, uh, actually on station, so why don't you tell us where you are, and then we'll come to you. Oh, so we're up on the Jubilee level. Uh, just look for address 50501. 501 on the Jubilee level. All right. Uh, you just uh, sit tight, okay? Okay, see you soon. See you hold soon. up, hold huh? up. We're going to get ice cream. Do you want any? What's that? Do you want ice cream? Of course I want ice cream. What type of ice cream do you want? The place is good. Surprise me. Click. Back over to Lenick. You come here often? Hey, Gilo. Uh, no. This is my first time at this piano bar. Look, we've all had a rough day, I'm sure. No need to, no need to be so tense, right? I guess, yeah, okay. If you don't want to fight. She looks questioningly at the see next to her. Sure, sure, I'd love to. <laughs> you see that she has her lightsaber clipped to her hip. I think in front of her there is a, a data pad that's open up to some Kaminoan stuff. You don't read Kaminoan, mm-hmm. do you? And then she has like a coin purse and yes, yeah a stem to drink with a a black nebula with a black nebula yeah. in it can i can i can i say that she's almost done 
with the black with, nebula yeah. yeah yeah she's been here for a while yeah. you can tell that she's like she was relaxed and settled in and looks a bit put off didn't expect to see you what are you drinking black nebula hmm. pink nebula really you want another you want to buy me a drink and talk to me i just want to talk to anyone right now you know you uh you're down an arm huh yeah that didn't happen tonight though yeah, I saw you like two weeks ago, and you had an arm then, so... Yeah, it's a rough time for me. Yep, not the greatest for me. Uh, last we saw each other, you shot me, so... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, oh. <laughs> I'm not sorry, but, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? You can buy me a drink if you want. One Black Nebula, please. If you need to look up the recipe, that's fine. No, I've already... Oh, she, I guess you've already made... She already ordered yeah. that earlier. Nice. And this one, the pink one? It's great. Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So, you're in town for bike? Well, I'm, uh, I came for bike, but I stayed for the heat. You probably didn't, though. I mean, you probably came for some other purpose. I can't think of why you'd just come to a place drive with bounty hunters when you guys are really wanted. Well, they can't catch us during bike. Well, they can catch people who aren't you. They can't catch me during bike. Also, I need an arm very badly, as you've noticed. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I got cut off by a friend of yours, right? She looks confused. Uh, zero. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, obviously it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, I came here with him. He's here. Oh, tell him I said hi, I guess. Maybe, uh, maybe he can chip in for my new arm. He probably won't do that. No. No. It, it was a... You should at least see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, Just, uh... Just ask. And, may I, you know, maybe he'll have a good laugh. I don't think I'm going to. Okay. Is there a reason you're coming up to talk to me? It's just a, just a familiar face that I... I could use a familiar face right now. Just uh, ran into an old accomplice. Is that a word that would work? I guess. Accomplice. Compatriot. Associate. Just stirred some stuff up, you know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, not good stuff, one would, one would assume, based on your complexion. My complexion? You're kind of, uh... It's clearing up. No, you're, like, sweaty. Oh, sure. Yeah. The makeup clogs my pores, so that's what the acne is from. Do you need, like, makeup cloths or anything? I've got plenty of makeup cloths. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just... I can't get over the fact that you don't want to kill me. Are you going to hurt him? Oh. Oh, is that what this is about? Well, it's not all that it's about, but I'm curious. And Not for bike. I mean... Probably not. I'm not, I'm here on vacation. I don't... Oh. Also, let's be clear. I'm talking about Tamlin. Okay. Okay. Then no. Okay. I, I quite frankly... Got the clarification? You could... You could... Uh, you could... I wouldn't say kill Trist, but you could injure him pretty bad and I would be fine with that. Good Emotionally talking, or physically. We're talking about Tamlin, though. But yes. Yeah, please. We're talking about Tamlin. No, I've never... No, I'm not going to hurt that child. I was never going to. Are you going to make him bad? Excuse me? Well, you're like a bad guy. That's a rude thing to say to somebody. You're... Come on. Come on. I don't... You don't think you're a bad guy? Am I a bad guy? I feel like... You think I'm a bad guy and I think you're a bad guy. A little bit. <sighs> That's a bummer. I mean, you kind of... You kill a lot of people. You, you kill a lot of people, too. I mean, it's, it's my job and I'm... I belong to the Empire. This is something I have not had control over my actions from a pretty young age, and you seem to have chosen this life. So it's a weird place for you to be taking like some moral stance with oh. me on this. I get 
I get it. We don't have to ever be buds or anything, but it is a, that's really rude. I'm sorry. Would you ever leave? We don't know each other this well. Well, it's been a rough night. You just have to be like a level five friend to unlock <laughs> this aspect of my tragic backstory, Lenik. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I didn't mean to pry. Uh, thanks for the drink. Sure. Do you want to get into what's going on with you? I feel like most people have probably heard the whole thing, so I don't want to get too expositional. <laughs> Expository? So we cut away while you, yeah. you while get you into get it? Get into it, yeah. <laughs> Let's cut over to Bacta. Okie doke. So you drop off the stuff at the car. Yeah. So um, I look, like, I go to the car. Um, I go to, like, the area that we were going to store these things. And I look for Lenik's chair. And I see that it's not there. Yeah. Ah, Lenik. Um, and I have this moment where I can either go and try and find Lenik or I can head back to the party. Yeah, you get like mental pictures of the various things happening back at the party. It's all fun. People people like me. It's not... Here's the, on the Minoc, it's not like anybody <laughs> hates Bacta, but they're openly hostile to him pretty frequently. I have the, Bacta has this vision of himself going to find Lenik. His, his vision is Lenik is at the same bar, but uh, he's being like hoisted up on a chair with two pink nebulas in his hands, and everybody around the bar is like clapping for him. And then uh, he walks in the room, and everybody stops singing and dancing and Record clapping. Record scratch. <laughs> and it, like, and then he has to lecture Lenik <laughs> on being responsible <laughs> about the credits, and like he's already sighing and putting his hand in his head, and he just turns back towards the party and starts heading to the party. Oh shoot! Let's cut over to Lynn and Trist. Okay, they're on Jubilee on five hundred one. He said something about a storefront, Coneman and Tup. That does not ring any bells. I mean, Pine Coneman is... Uh, That's what Nemo's we going... We don't need to say his name. Sorry. I'm not used to working with people. I'm, I'm going to get better at it, I swear. Okay, well, that's fine. I mean, trust me, you're not doing the worst of the whole code name thing. I've been working with, you <laughs> with, know, uh, Cardamon, with Cardamon uh, for, for a, a long time, and he has <laughs> yeah, he's, never he's, once it's, done it's, it right. It's getting worse, it seems like. I don't think that he understands the concept, and that's fine. Um, I don't know. Uh, we, we're, we're walking at this point up to the level. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you, if I ever told you about uh, any of the adventures that we had before we met you, but uh, his his go-to plan as a bounty hunter was always getting captured, which, if you think about it, is one of the worst approaches to bounty hunting. So the fact that he goes with one of the worst approaches to codenaming is actually, you know, pretty canon for him. I can't tell if he does it because he doesn't understand that it's destructive, or if he does it because he's so smart that he's understanding it's destructive and setting up attentional traps for the enemy to catch us so that we can evade them again. Really? Because I feel like it's probably... Column A, column B, a little both, 50-50? Maybe C? Maybe a lot of emotional damage that has led him to be kind of unstable? I don't think people have emotional damage. Oh, oh really? I mean, it's just been my experience. Yeah. You don't have any complexes regarding Jubilee family level, please. at all. Jubilee level, please. Going up. Okay, thank you. Oh, and I'm so sorry. I thought that you worked for the space station. I... I I do work for the space station. Oh, okay. Your shirt's untucked. The customers always right. I've just seen a lot of people with their shirt tucked in. Look, all I'm saying, Lynn, is I don't think that 
Let's roll some a deception. They get a bunch of stuff against it. Uh, okay, I'll do my deception. Uh, what is it? Two, and then two blue dice to it. I'm sure you'll make it. Two successes. Okay, Just cool. two successes. No one notices that we are those people who came through with a bunch of grenades the other day, calling ourselves librarians mm-hmm. and uh, sneaking down on the planet. So that's great. Uh, cool. So we hit the Jubilee so level. hit the Jubilee level. It is... It's lovely. So this place is... It's a it's a giant space station. You know, it's kind of like the Death Star. The Murderball. the ju- well, uh, the Jubilee level is like a it looks like an indoor mall. That's very a mall on the planet indoor. Yes, yeah, great. You got it. So I you know exactly, yeah, exactly what exactly what it is. What it is. Uh, so like it has the open chasm mm-hmm. uh, and then like the parks with kids playing in yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the storefronts, yeah. right? Yeah, they um, have like um like a Macy's and a uh, Wetzel's Pretzel and a Sharper Image, all the things that they have on indoor. Yes. on their malls. Great, got it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, we head towards um. You know, the, the numbering system in these things is always. Where's the directory? Do you see the directory? It should be a a, a big. It's just you just just follows it. It's like seven right there. So okay, it's just fine. like so we'd go down because it's just like two blocks that way. Yeah, but five hundred one. But you you, you got to look at the thing because sometimes they they sometimes they don't put the numbers next to each other. Okay, I see how, I see all the numbers are, are next to each other. Right. Okay. Oh, so it's just two blocks. So it's just two blocks. This way. Right. Okay, that's why we checked the directory. No, I feel like we didn't have to check the directory. But you know you know what? Never mind. I want to encourage that behavior. So that's... Uh... No, too late. You already discouraged that behavior. So next time we're flying through uh, space, I'm not going to stop to navigate a course. You never stop to navigate the course. I navigate the courses. All right. Well, I'm, next time, I'm not going to let you. You'll see how demeaning it is. How flying into a star. Talking down to me in front of a, a busy mall. A busy mall full of people. And you, you, no one is around down. us. How do you... No one may be around us, but they could have been. Look, I don't want to fight, okay? This is... Let's consider this our vacation. Oh, okay? look, we're there. So Time flies. <laughs> what you are looking at uh, is a uh, an abandoned storefront. Really, mm. that's what it, it looks like. It should be with like blinds drawn. Yeah, and it has a sign that says uh, like "Private Eye" with a hat and an eye. That's a neon sign that could light up theoretically. I like give Lynn a look and like raise an so eyebrow. This doesn't seem like a good idea. Knock, oh. knock, knock. We couldn't have had different opinions. More different opinions. This looks like a great idea. For for a child for for a five for a five year old yeah force into the five year old yeah why not the the door opens up cinnamon saffron uh, you guys are bowled into by a uh, by a five year old in a trench coat and a fedora who looks pretty stoked the office is dimly lit there is like a lone plant and a desk behind which uh, a Rodian in a trench coat and fedora is sitting with a bunch of documents open in front of him pepper pine wow this is a pretty impressive operation you got going on yeah it's pretty good we feel good about it um look not to go into too much detail but are you two both okay oh yeah we're fine hi uh, hey, Pine, uh, listen, um, me, me and your uh, uh, Uncle Saffron here, we uh, have some important business. Now, we're, we're back on planet because we have to make sure that we get the Libraratron or the Spice Rack out of, what was it in? It was in custody? You know, it was in, what's the term? Oh, we took care of that. Yeah, we took care of that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not in custody anymore, but there's still work being done. You, you have a few days until we'll be able to get out of here. Really? 
Yeah, and um, and and Zavok said that we're gonna need to get a new hyperdrive. Um, Zavok? Yes, Zavok. Uh, he's working on the ship. Okay. And uh, he says that he's happy to do all of the work, but we're gonna need to get a good, like a class one hyperdrive, because all we have is the backup right now. What do you can't give us a class? They don't have the parts here. What? They don't have the parts. What are we supposed to do? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess we could try to order them, but we don't have. We don't have. What did you say? We don't have the liquid assets. That's frankly what it is. That's not going to be a problem for much longer, little man, okay? We've kind of come in. We've got a plan together. We're prob- we are got a thing. We We're- do not have a plan, really. we got a, we got a plan. We have a plan that can, like, the There's whole a heist. thing. Yes. There's a heist involved. Yes, but. Heists are plans. I'm positive that I'm confident they won't die. I'm not positive they'll, they'll come out with net a lot of money. Look, I feel like whatever we Whatever check we write, they're going to be able to cash, okay? I feel like we just, we buy the hyperdrive, and we depend on them there. to do their part. But where do we get the hyperdrive? That's true. We would need to figure out where we're going to get yeah, a hyperdrive. Yeah, Zavok said that you guys should get the hyperdrive, and then he'll put it in. Did he have any suggestions on where to get the hyperdrive? No. I guess you could ask him, but I don't know. He's probably down with the ship, but I, otherwise I don't know. Pepper, was there any chance that while you were talking to him he was trying to play hardball with you and you just weren't picking up on the signals <laughs> remember i told you about hardball in negotiation yeah well but see the thing you don't get about zevok is that he's a sad dame so well, he came in and he was very honest with us i feel would you say that he had a problem and we helped him out with it so i, I think he's pretty on the level oh so he owes us yeah the, the working on the ship is the payment for the job we did so Okay, so we got this guy in our pocket. Well, if you mean he's our friend, yes. Mm, okay, well, we don't make friends. We make business relationships that can get us the things that we need. Do we want to teach that? I've been teaching this. There's nothing wrong with thinking of someone as a friend, Tamlin, so long as they're actually trustworthy and you aren't just assuming people are trustworthy. That's true, but look, Tamlin, when we get back um, to... My name's Pepper Tup. That's true. I'm Pepper Tup, and I'm 18, and I'm a detective. I shoot a glance at Nemo. He just does a does a two armed hands uppy shrug and uh, like nods. All right, Pepper. But when we get back to the ship, and you are no longer Pepper, and you are Tamlin. Hmm. Maybe I'll be Tamlin. Maybe when you're Tamlin, we'll have a talk about leverage and how to. Uh, Guilt people into doing things that they don't want to do. Coercion, um, forcing people to oh, give us assistance. I feel like I understand all of that pretty well. Okay, well, if you understood that, then we'd probably have a hyperdrive. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Pepper. I'm going to go talk to this... Say his name one more. Zavok. Zavok. He's blue. Okay. I'll talk to Zavok, um, the blueman, and we will get uh, we'll get the hyperdrive situation straightened out. Are you guys good here until... Oh, Me yeah. and your uncle come back? Uh, yes. Um, we're doing fine. I don't know that we should be taking on any more cases, but we I been... don't know that your orders were to ever take on cases. That was understood. Agreed. We're using this as a hotel because all of the, um, all of the space was rented out on the station because of the convention, so. Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, we're just staying here during the... Great. Pine, can I talk to you in private for just one moment? Uh, yeah, there's a room in the back. Great. Uh, yeah, me and, uh, 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 Nemo head to the back, um... And I, like, kind of pull him aside. You're in control here, right? I think so. I need you to be in control here. I feel... You're the adult here. We did fine. You did okay? Yeah, I mean, we got your ship out of custody. He's a five-year-old. We got your ship out of custody. I appreciate and, that. And, uh, hey, I mean, we prevented, uh, we prevented a, um, 
a bunch of people from being abducted by a mob. So that was... Are you okay? It's been an interesting couple of... One day. It's been an interesting one day. When I left you, you were very shaky and you were kind of almost catatonically silent over the... You're okay. You're doing fine. You can watch a child. You know, I've written about this stuff for a really long time. This is the first time I've ever done any of it, and it's invigorating. It's pretty cool, huh? It's great. Yeah. So That's why I don't write. That's so why I just live. So we're doing fine. I really, I'm getting lots of experience. I'm getting new material for books, and uh, but hey, I mean, the ice cream here is great. By the way, where's the ice cream? I asked to be surprised. You're going to have to bring that up with my associate. Okay, you're doing okay. We head back out. Tamlin is uh, Lynn sitting down with him, and he's gesticulating wildly and talking about their adventures. All right, Saffron, it's uh, we better head out. Uh, I think that they're fine here. We have to go talk to uh, this evoke guy. Yes, that and... sounds like a cheese name. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah, be prepared for. I'm know. always prepared for a fight. Well, that's not. That's not. Be prepared for like a persnickety person who's all like judgy. Yeah, fight. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, uh, top. You know, stay fast. And uh, Nemo, are you okay? Are, are oh, you? He's, he's fine. And uh, it's Pine Coneman. Doing great. All right, Pepper, we're off. Where's that ice cream? You're going to have to come back. I'm working on a case. I, like, kind of throw my arms up, then look at um, uh, Nemo and kind of, like, menacingly be like, watch him. <laughs> and then we walk out. Cool. Let's cut over to Lenek and Ava. So we get back to the bar. How many drinks in are you? And oh, like gosh. the change purse is now open because she has bought whatever rounds. It's we're th- we're three in one one per episode. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and I just ran into her. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you been to any of these things since then? Mm-mm. No, this is the first one. Wow. Yeah. So how are you coping with it? I mean, what's the plan? Well, I'm here talking to you. <laughs> That seems a little unhinged. Well, I'm in a, I'm in a weird place. You should channel it. You should do something with it. I often do. <laughs> I doubt that. I really doubt that. I bet that you like kill a bunch of people and do things like that. Mm-hmm. Looking at yeah, you, yeah, that yeah. seems mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. I, yeah, and that's not. You're not in control of your emotions if you do that. If you just uh, took everything that you were feeling and then channeled it into something that was productive for you, you'd end up feeling better about yourself, and you'd. Understand that it's not bad to actually experience the emotions. It just matters what you do with them. I think there's something to be said for for managing it instead of letting it control you. Well, I sometimes write so, and arrange flowers. So, yeah. Why don't you do, do more of that? Honestly. I'm busy. Well, but you're busy doing what? Running from me? Yeah, killing people. Stealing plans that you shouldn't have stolen because <clears throat> that was dumb. Oh, you know about that? Yeah, I, I know about that. That's why you're wanted. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas, like, okay, the first thing that you brought up was flower arranging and writing. Yeah. Are those things that you like? Yeah. Then why aren't you doing them? I don't know. It's just bounty hunting and, and killing and chasing and running was always just something I was supposed to do. Well, that okay, but you don't actually have to do any of that stuff. You're not like me. You don't have to do anything. What do you mean I'm not like you? You're in control of your life. People don't manage it for you. You're not you're not allowed to arrange flowers or write? Mm, I'm allowed to do... Ah, I see what you're doing. What? I don't want to open up to you. You can. I just told you so much. Okay, and that's fine. But these are where my boundaries are. I feel like you're helping me. Maybe I can help you. 
that's nice. Thank you for the offer, but I'm managing my own stuff just fine. Sounds like you're good at that. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Her data pad pops up with an alert, and she turns it, but you can try to spot the aura Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, so how... Is it the same difficulty as before? Uh, yeah, I think it's her her attempt to quickly hide versus... Uh, but you're right there, so you get a blue die. Nice. I'm so into this. Oh, dang. That is a oh! triumph. <laughs> uh, a triumph and two failures. Okay, so you fail, but a triumph. And, a, and an advantage. So he sees something important, but not the thing that you were thinking of. <sighs> yeah, let me think. Um, that or Ava's finally drunk. <laughs> I mean, she's a slight woman. She is 5'3". Three. three drinks is a lot Plus she's already nebula. had one before. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole lot of nebula. I mean, that can be the thing. Like, she can obscure the Orabesh before you can read it. It's up to you. What do you want? Yeah, she can, she can obscure it. She can obscure it. Okay. What's that? Stuff from base stuff oh. that you're specifically not allowed to see. Is it about us? Um, maybe. I feel like Would that, it matter if it is? I feel like that means yes. Prob- fine. Okay. It's also, you. What? you said you're on break right now. Why are you doing work? Uh, I mean, there are varying levels of on break. Look, I'll go on break too. I turn off my... Your uh, communicator? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she puts away the data pad. Fine, there. Cool. So, do you, and and I'm not asking this to pry, but when you get upset or sad or angry, which I assume you do just based on your circumstances, I feel like that could be frustrating. How do you channel it? Practically. That part of what I'm trying to do is live genuinely and experience emotions as they come. So, uh, I very much embrace that. Correct me if I'm wrong. You don't have, you're not force sensitive, right? No. Okay. <laughs> I think she can tell when he's lying, probably. Who knows? What if she awakens something in me, though? <laughs> so uh, I tend to, to meditate and house everything for when I can use it later. And then when I find something that I want to do, I put all of the energy into into that. What, is, what does the force feel like? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> She like said she puts her hand on his shoulder. Yeah, it's. Uh, have you ever felt? Okay, there's a word for this. Let me think. Let me think. Sonder. Do you know that word? No. Sonder is when you look at a group of people, mm-hmm. and you realize that each one of those people has their own life that they're living. That they're unique and they're as complex as you. And especially when you're in a crowd, that just gets huge and overwhelming really fast. So the force is like that, but with everything. Well, it connects all of us. It's, it's a cool trip. That reminds me of a a book I read. Go on. Oh, it's just, it's called Galaxies Apart, by uh, someone named Revan. I I have it if you wanna borrow it. You uh, might find it interesting. By by who? Revan. I don't know some old author. I couldn't find much information. When's it from? I don't know. It's old. It's old. Yeah, no, that sounds interesting. I have some stuff about, like, styles of meditation. If you want to get good at writing, I mean, there's all of the whole, like, practical side of, um, you know, of writing. Whatever, that's a whole thing. But um, but people don't talk a lot about managing yourself in all of that, and I think that that's really the first step, that and mindfulness and wanting to write in the first place. 
you have a lot going on. You're living a really tense life. You're not going to find time for it if you don't make time for it. Do you, do you think that she feels bad? Do you think she knows? I mean, she was force sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. So she probably got some of that. And it seemed like she was just trying to protect her family. Yeah. I don't know. She might know. You haven't, you haven't ever looked her up after? No. Maybe you should. I don't know. I don't like leaving things hanging in the balance. I prefer to, uh, <laughs> well, you know. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, there's also that. If it doesn't work out, you can always kill her. Um, I don't know if it would make me feel better. Well, there you go. I don't, that's an important thing to have learned. I think but you're I... already ahead, and you're handling this better than, honestly, maybe than I would have. Well, no, tell a lie. You've been suppressing this for years. Never mind. I just mean, like, right now you're handling it pretty decently. Well, it kind of washed over me. <laughs> but I don't know if it would make me feel worse. I don't know if it would make me feel anything. And maybe that is worse. So I knew someone a while ago who, like, they didn't know who their dad was, and uh, it was really bothering them. So they went on this whole long mission to find him, and afterwards they didn't get anything out of it because they'd never known that person. So it might be something like that, hmm. but it could also not. I like closure. Do you like it when? Do you like it when you kill people? Like it? Do you enjoy it? <laughs> we have a. We kind of watch out for people who like this stuff too much in the program. That's not useful. So, do I appreciate when it's well done and I'm good at my work? Yes. Do I enjoy killing people? I don't think anybody enjoys killing people. No one who's still a person. Yeah. Yeah, no one who's still a person. Lenik, do you enjoy killing people? End of episode. Now, how about a Dear My Knock letter? Dear Bacta. As a fellow combatant in the wars that caused the dissolution of two government bodies giving rise to the Empire, I have had extreme difficulty in adapting to civilian life. Although I serve the Separatists, I feel that we share key similarities that could help us understand each other and create a rapport. We both were designed to believe and aid in our respective causes completely. However, after the war, I have felt restless and without a purpose. None of my fellows survived the rise of the Empire. The few people I grew close to during the war are also either dead or have been missing for a very long time. I found it very hard to secure an occupation that affords sufficient payment to support my functionality. I also often face discrimination due to my appearance, and I cannot get away from my past. How have you faced these problems? How do you handle being constructed for the purpose of war and violence for a government that no longer exists? Eagerly awaiting your correspondence, Clank Rogers. Wait a minute. Am I getting a letter from a droid? I don't, I don't know how to respond to this. This is... You realize that you killed... Everyone on my arms. Okay, but he was programmed to do that. Oh, yeah, but he's programmed like... by people, so mm. we did this. And you know what I'm saying? Also, like, how many of them did you kill? I don't know. I mean, ugh. also, it's not killing if it's a droid. droid? I don't think that counts. I don't think, no, I don't think that counts as I don't killing. I think that counts as killing. I think that probably counts as killing. No, when they kill us, it's killing. When we kill them, it's yeah, not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Look. Oh, I think I disagree entirely. Can't... I mean, like, it sounds like he has problems. He's like, uh, I mean, he's he was either a battle droid or an assassin droid. And, like, he's designed. Like, if you didn't train any of the clone soldiers to be soldiers, 
creatures. They would just be people who lived half as long as other people. You put one of those droids out there, you know, it's a it's a lifeless hunk of metal until you tell it yeah, to yeah, kill I, someone. I think Lynn's getting caught up on the usage of the word kill. Like, if I say I'm going to kill a bag of chips, I'm not actually killing the bag of chips. Okay, I'm but just see, finishing off but and bag eating of chips, the bag of the chips. The bag of chips does not have an emergent AI that, okay, and, like, unique I'm, personality. If I shoot a toaster, I'm not killing the toaster. Yeah. I'm preventing it from being a toaster. I mean, frack, frack that toaster, certainly. Yeah. Frack, yeah. frack a toaster. Frack a toaster. What if somebody killed cat? Hmm. Mm. Well, it would probably be easier to operate the ship. Yeah, I would be. Levels. I would be upset because I lost a thing. Yeah, I mean that's expensive. You're right. So it's like, oh, in terms of how much we spent on it. Look, here's what I'm saying. Yes, uh, it is tragic in its way to have a force of thinking beings who are designed for the express purpose of destroying each other. I can see an inherent tragedy in a bunch of droids that have been programmed to kill a bunch of clones that have been trained to kill a bunch of droids. Uh, But at the end of the day, I'm not exactly clear on what this battle droid is doing post the war. What if it is like a line cook? It said it was... So now we get into the meat of the letter. Let's let's leave all of this arguing to the side and answer the person's letter. All right. All right. Uh, so they they are having trouble securing work. So they I are probably... so. They were programmed to murder people, mostly civilians. Were they? It sounds like they were programmed to murder you. Uh, oh, you're right, Lynn. I should be fearing, feeling a lot more sympathetic connection to this machine. I think so, actually, but I don't know. You you just acknowledge the, the inherent... Uh... Yeah, it's tragic for us. It's tragic for us. I mean, either way, we're not talking about killing people. We're talking about clones uh... being killed by robots, which is all, in my book, at least one step below people. What is a robot? <sighs> What's that? What is a robot? <laughs> you know... <laughs> No, I've never heard of this word robot. No. I think you're hearing a different word. Is this I said a, robots. Is this like a ringist thing? Is, is it the ringist thing? Yeah, it's in the, it's bo- one of it's those. In the, ringist, the book the, of rings. The book of rings. Okay, sure. So they're, they're having difficulty adjusting to civilian life. And I think it's because you weren't made for civilian life. And no matter what happens, you're never going to feel comfortable with that. So whatever job you're trying to do, that uh, if you're a line cook, as Lynn suggested, if you're becoming a a romance novelist, uh, stop doing that. That's not what you were designed to do. I would use the skills that you have to accomplish something worthwhile. Yeah, like get out there and start killing clones. Um, so, I mean, Bacter doesn't spend all of his time killing droids now, does he? No, I don't spend all, because... But he should. I think is the point that he's trying to make. We, we, I feel like what we're back to saying is he's that. wasting his potential by not killing droids, which was what you were designed to do. Uh, are you sure you're not a droid? I mean, can anyone be sure that they're not a droid? Oh, no, no. Uh, so what about the loss of thousands of comrades? I mean, that's... How how are you coping with that? I think of them every day, and that's that's all I can do. Bacta's also a drug addict, which is not really a choice if you're a droid. I don't think that droids can... I'm the medical officer on this ship, so I think I will be making the call on who is addicted to what. Would you like to make a call that you're Let's talk about your alcoholism, Trist. Are you ready for that? I have it completely under control. No, you don't. I can stop getting drunk. I can't stop 
it's not getting drunk if I was never sober. Mm, no, no. If the party is still roaring, then I, I'm a social drinker. I never drink alone. I, you are always around you, when you, I drink. No, you, you drink when you're alone all the time. All the time. I'm never alone if i am got my friends in my heart. I feel like we're back to trying to deflect from his Lisa problem. I don't have a Lisa problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have an alcohol problem. It's Lisa exactly I. the same. It's a perfo- It's <sighs> We have the same thing, which you is do no have problem the with the same thing, which is a problem. No, it is not a problem. Lisa makes me better. Drinking of the people here, makes trysts are dangerous and unpredictable. And of the people here, who thinks that they do have a drug and alcohol problem? No one raises. No their one raises their hand. So I feel like no one has a problem. So who here thinks someone else has a drug and alcohol problem? Everyone raises. Everyone their raises hand. their hand. Okay. See, so I feel like we're all just being hypocritical. So what else was in that? They letter? say in the Book of Rings, let he with nope. the biggest stone no. in his eye cast out the heathens from the universe. And what this is all Book of Rings stuff. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say, look, you're a battle droid. I don't know what you did. I don't know who you killed. You also don't know that it's a battle droid. I mean, what what other kind of droid was it? Was it a command droid? Yeah, command droid. droid. Thousands of battle droids. Never said the could word be a person. Droid. Whatever tinny it was. It could be. Whatever could be a it clone. was. Could be a clone. It, these are machines could be a clone. that were designed to kill my family. Could be a so clone. I, I understand that you're feeling like you're part of the crew and you want to introduce us to your hippy-dippy way of thinking, but these machines murdered everyone I ever knew and so many people that I would say I loved. So I appreciate your opinion, I'm but saying- I think I'm going to answer this letter in my own way. That war is not happening anymore. Whatever way you're trying to live, it's clearly not working for you. Change it. That's my advice. That's the kindest advice I can offer someone like you. Just to be clear, I'm only drinking wine right now because I thought everyone was drinking wine. That's why I'm drinking it. So there you go, Clank Rogers. Back there is not handling the war well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. Each week on Making New Friends, Pat invites new and old friends into a studio where anything can happen. Former guests include murderers, ghosts, milkmen, centaurs, and that nice fellow who lives down the street. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. (laughs) 